Welcome to Write That Down, hosted by Nate Ulrich and myself, Jacob Novak. This is a podcast where two everyday creative people try to break through the noise and do creative things. Today, we're diving into some emails and questions that we've gotten over the past few weeks. Among other things, we'll be talking about how to collaborate with strangers and how to start marketing yourself. So let's get into it. Hey, Jacob. What's up? Oh, you know, just hanging out. Yeah. This is a very special episode. Very. Yeah. I mean, we I feel like we say every episode is special, mm-hmm. uh, but this one is especially special. Yep. Because this is the first time that we are recording live and in person. In person. We are sitting across the table from each other and not just staring at a laptop screen. That's right. And yeah. we're in a dining room kitchen area Yeah. with... A dog and a cat playing. Yeah. <laughs> so you may hear lots of breathing. Yeah. <laughs> and dog and cat noises. Yeah. And uh, also me getting distracted because it's unbelievably cute. It's very cute. Right yeah. now, the big Mopsy, the golden retriever, is play biting <laughs> the eight week old cat who is whapping him in the face. Yeah. So. <laughs> so good. So good. But yeah, this is really exciting. This is exciting. Yeah, uh, I was able to just come into town and uh, here yes. we are. Yeah, Jacob uh, Jacob came into town to visit and then we got to hang out with some college friends uh, last night. We um, we even played some croquet, croquet and, and bocce. bocce ball. Yeah, because yeah. you mentioned that a couple weeks we ago, did. right? We did, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I you were did. playing with Sam. Yeah, yep. Sam, Sam came over. And he I, beat I've, us. Yeah. Well, uh, he beat us in croquet. In croquet, you you kind of crushed us in, in bocce. bocce ball. Yeah, yeah, bocce. Honestly, that I had never learned the rules of croquet. I just knew it was oh, the hammer either, yeah. through the thing. Yep. I didn't think it was going to be that fun. It's so much, but fun. but it's so fun. It yeah. is a lot of fun. We had a little bit of Juniata Brewing Company um, uh, beer. I forget which Shout which out. one it was. It was the amber. Uh, one, one of the ambers. Yeah. yeah, it was the amber whatever, and then the what was it like jet ski something? Something like that. Well, correct us uh, for our retractions next yeah. week if you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Also, Junietta Brewing Company, sponsor us. Seriously, we could be your podcast for the people. Yeah, the official podcast for the Junietta Brewing Company. Yeah, I don't think they're very interested in what we have to talk about. But we actually, in, in addition to the specialty of us being in person, uh, we uh, from our last segment yesterday, or last week, yeah. I should say, we uh, are of Evan. Actually, uh, wait, do you hear that, Nate? No. Do you hear that? It sounds like Mel time. I did not know that was going to be happening. I love it. Okay, so it's mail time. So yeah. what does that mean, Jacob? So that means we we have a few things that have been sent to our emails, or in this first case, our texts messages mm-hmm. uh, of just uh, things to talk about. And as you were alluding to. Uh, the first thing is from Evan Quinter, uh, you know, basically the third host of the show at mm-hmm. this point. Uh, he uh, was the one who sent us the Brainbow suggestion last week. Uh, and we kept saying uh, that we were probably destroying his intention. Yeah, we weren't as, sure if he was crying or if he was applauding. Right, yeah. Because So if you haven't listened to the Brainbow, it was us two, and then we also had our good friends Harry, Owen, and Jacob on. Yeah. And we just took uh, a story idea from Evan uh, and just set, saw where we could go with it and what ideas we had. Uh, and so he actually uh, 
texted me and was like, hey, can I just send in a, a quick my thoughts on what was going on? I was like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Go for it. We were already planning on on doing some mail stuff. So this works out perfectly. And we have not listened to what no. uh, Evan had to say yet. Right. So, yeah. Do you want to just get into it? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. Hey, guys. Um, thanks for taking my prompt on. Um, it was really interesting to listen to how you guys uh, took it and the directions that it went because it was definitely not what I was <laughs> originally thinking. Um, I think Jacob probably had the closest uh, because my original idea was like the Lorax meets Rambo. Um, <laughs> if you can imagine at the beginning of the Lorax how they were all living in the artificial city um, and how nature was kind of evolving on its own outside of humanity's reach. Um, that's kind of what I was imagining, except then that conflict um, led into a form of like warfare, um, which would then eventually live to a form of peace and, you know, both worlds coinciding together. But um, the directions that you guys took it in was totally different and I loved it. Um, so thanks again. And I can't wait for the next rainbow. Wow. For a second, I thought he said the next Rambo. <laughs> the Lorex and the Rambo. Yeah, that's amazing. Rambo. That's well, I thought we went wildly in different directions. But yeah. I guess we should have assumed Evan was automatically thinking wildly in other yeah. directions as well. Yeah. Uh I mean, yeah, that's the beautiful thing is just how many different directions you can go, whether it's the mockumentary style that we landed on or Lorex meets the Rambo or uh, dogs and cats controlling us. That, oh, that's true. Jacob, uh, uh, put into us. Can you imagine if this dog sitting right here, Mopsy yeah. could control us? She already does. Think about that's it. That's true. Right. Yeah. We have to buy a specific type of food. Otherwise she gets diarrhea. Everything right? I've done since I've been in your house has been to please her. To please the dog. Yeah. So, so that she she'll love does. you more. Yeah. Just because she... She's laying there looking at us right yeah. now. This is going to be difficult to get through a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> they really are cute. Yeah. They're good. Uh, they they are they do stay quiet for the most part, the dog and the cat. They're, they're probably going to take a nap here soon, which is perfect <laughs> for us to get into um, some of the questions that we have. Yeah. Uh, so, so, Jacob, what is, um, I guess, the best way to get into it? Uh, we Evan's... Evan's talk and what what he gave us last week was pretty fun. It was pretty neat, and we're yeah. looking forward to the next Brainbow. So if you have any other uh, topics and suggestions, please please send them in, and we'll certainly feature you, and, and we'll go off track, and you can correct us uh, like Evan just did. Yeah. Um, but we Evan is actually he sent us another good question. Yeah, beforehand. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he's you, double dipping. He's double dipping. Evan again, yeah. the third podcast or the third host on this podcast. Yeah, uh, from afar though, <laughs> yeah. from afar, from all the way out in DC land. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So he sent us a question: uh, What's the best way to start collaborations with strangers, like people you've never met before, but you really admire their work and want to work with them? Wow. Well. Jacob, have you ever collaborated with a stranger or uh, created a relationship from a stranger to then collaborate with? Uh, well, so, I mean, that's actually one thing I was really nervous about with Why Men mm -hmm. uh, was particularly in the search for actors uh, beca yeah. because the idea of holding a casting call or something yeah. like that uh, was intimidating yeah. because, I mean, it shouldn't be because I'm kind of the one in control of their fate. Uh, but just, it, it was, it was daunting to me to just, you know, have to ha make those decisions to the, with these college students who, uh, 
might not agree with decisions I'd make or, or anything like that. And I ended up foregoing that process. Right. I just cast Xander and Grace and <laughs> Jacob and my friends and people I knew, uh, which I think still worked out yeah. um, in the end. But there are people who, uh, you know, I, I want to, you know, try to work with more. Uh, I mean, kind of with, with you, I mean, before we were really friends or knew each other, I knew that you did stuff oh yeah and <laughs> and i was like i should work with that guy and then obviously here we are and ended up working out yeah 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 that and that's the neat part about this this question and like obviously forced collaboration usually doesn't work out well it can certainly work right. out but a lot of times forced collaboration there's usually tensions and people aren't don't have the the same vision for a project but if you admire someone's work and you feel like working together would be very productive and you can make some really cool stuff. That's a different approach to collaboration, right? Especially if they're not your friends and you haven't established a relationship with them yet. And so this, Evan, this is really neat because uh, I imagine you are probably talking, okay, you could correct me if I'm wrong in the next episode, but I imagine <laughs> you're probably talking a lot about uh, music right. uh, because that's kind of what you've been up to recently. Uh but I'm trying to think about in other terms of like video stuff. Like would yeah. a short film collaboration work well if, if, you know, if I met someone. When I was living in Pittsburgh, um, I did a lot of networking because I, I was in a one-year fellowship sort of thing. And I was trying to figure out what, was, what I was going to do after that fellowship. And I reached out to all the production companies in Pittsburgh and said, hey, you know, I'm here for a year. I hopefully will stay longer. I didn't. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know could we meet up at a bar? Let's grab a drink. Let's get a coffee. Let, let me, and you know what? Uh, a couple, a couple actually got back to me. I think I talked about this earlier about networking, but a couple got back to me and, uh, we started talking about what their like summer plans were. So for a lot mm. of production companies, uh, there's usually a, a break sometime, uh, if they, if they choose to do so. And in that break, they allow their team to do creative work that they want to do. Um, maybe outside of corporate videography, right? Yeah, And a lot of that creative work is short films. And so this is very similar to Y-Men, except it's no longer in that enclosed environment of college where there's going to be all these people of the same age, kind of somewhat of the same background. Right. right? Not too, too, not as diverse like Huntingdon. Uh, right. A, a larger city like Pittsburgh uh, of a population or of actors and stuff. And so when I was talking uh, to these production companies and these, these people who were trying to do short films, that's what that collaboration looks like is like, We've never met before, but here are my skills. Here are your skills. How do they line up? And do you think we could work together well on a team? Sure. And so it was a matter of just saying, hey, you want to grab a drink? Want to grab a coffee? Um, let's let's see where that goes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's something that I'm actually thinking about now with this is, do you know of uh, Hit Record? No. So Hit Record is a website. It's hitrecord.org, I believe, uh, from Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm -hmm. uh, the actor you might know from Inception. No, he wasn't in Inception, was he? I have no idea. I think he was. Let me look it up real quick. He was in Inception. He was absolutely <laughs> Inception because he was the one who, like, when they're in the dream and then, like, everything is, like, he's in the hotel hallway and everything's, like, turning on its side. It warps a little. Yeah, and he's doing that fight in there. He's the one doing that. He's absolutely in Inception. But he's in that. He was in Dark Knight Rises. He was in 500 Days of Summer, which is a movie I love. Um, uh, yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. 
But he started this community called Hit Record that is all about. Uh, I can't believe we haven't talked about no, it this yeah. far of the podcast. But it's all about like, like, hey, I'm a musician, so here, let me just like do this guitar riff and i'll just throw it up on the site and everybody else can just like mess with it uh, Ah. however they want or add on to it or something like that or here's this poem someone do voiceover for it and then someone else would do some animation thing for it it's cool yeah it's a really cool thing and it's something that i i keep coming back to but not having the guts to actually do anything or contribute or or anything but that is a, a really good way to practice that kind of you know talking to people or or contributing to things right uh just with complete strangers because it's that's a global community it's right. not just you know in your pittsburgh cleveland area right. whatever it is right and i think to go off of that it comes down to also how much uh stake you have in the project you're doing like the or the vision that you have for instance if you know exactly what you want this project to do perhaps Making a collaboration with a stranger on that project isn't your best option. Right. But when when you go into a, a project just with a creative open mind and like, hey, this could be cool, but I know somebody else's perspective could take this in a completely different way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. This is exactly – I think, Evan, I think that's really cool. So to speak off what Evan was doing he, when he was talking about the music stuff he was doing, he, right. Right, he was taking an artist's rendition of something or an original and he and Evan was making it what orchestral. Yeah. Yeah. He was doing an orchestral version right. of it. And, and so there's a little bit of creative leeway that he has to use and both parties, uh, was it Eric, uh, Eric, Ian Eric, Ian farmer, farmer. I think that's, I it. think yeah, both parties had track. to agree and understand that that yes, we're going to try to follow this mold, but it's going to look a little different. And they both probably with good transparency and communication opened up this relationship that they have, uh, to, to make something even more creative and and really neat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it comes down to vision. Like if you know exactly what you want and it needs to be this way, probably starting, uh, you know, working on that project with someone you've never met, uh, yeah, it's probably not the best way to go. Yeah, cause, yeah, that, that's probably more of a case where where you want to try to stick with, with the people you know. I mean, you can bring other people onto it, but in terms of like a full on collaboration thing, that I, I, I agree, it's more in that case of finding people to just do something with, uh, as he mentions in that email, uh, uh, just wanting to work with someone in particular because their work is really cool to you. Right. Um, the, and, and that is something that I, I want to do. And I'm excited at the prospect of just like working with you or uh, just other people of just here's an idea. It's kind of the brain boy idea yeah, yeah. Of, of here's an idea. Let's just figure something out with it. Like I, I have a nugget, but I don't have a chicken nugget. Oh, which is a big difference. Yeah, exactly. Because if you've got a nugget and you don't know what it is, you're not going to dip it in ranch and enjoy it. Yeah. If it's a gold nugget, that's going to taste terrible. That would be horrible for your teeth. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I completely agree. Let me, I'm trying to think. Um, Sorry for that analogy. No, that was a good one. That was a good one. We're, remember, this is an analogy podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're all about language here. People you've never met before but really admire their work. I mean, that's a lot of people for me, and most of those people are way out of my league and reach of, you know, to right. ask and say, hey. So I think, Evan, I think what could be really neat is taking, looking local. And maybe this is a great opportunity yeah. for people, for us to, to, to look at what type of artwork, what type of really cool stuff is happening in a local neighborhood, 
or in an area where you can, I don't know, raise people up. Uh, and, and, and instead of looking towards Hollywood or looking towards some of these big names or big directors or whatever, um, there's talent within the area. And I think this is a great call to, Hey, let's collaborate and let's figure that out because in collaboration and and in good collaboration, both parties elevate their, their quality of production or whatever they're doing. Yeah. Quality of work maybe. Yeah. This, this might be also a good, uh, place to plug juniata creators absolutely uh, which is uh something that it's a it's a new club on campus we should get rohan on yeah we we absolutely should uh uh rohan who we were at juniata with uh he's still at juniata he actually uh reached out to us and uh talked about how he's basically he and uh his friends who were uh you know in the content creation yeah business quote-unquote uh just setting up a, a uh, club or a, a place, a community on campus uh, for all these people who are doing video, audio, art, whatever it is. Uh, and not just the current students, getting them involved, but also setting up the network so that once you become an alumni, you can still connect with other alumni. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think that's a really cool thing. And I think that's kind of a, a smaller scale version of that idea of just looking local looking, uh, yep, within yep, certainly. your city or your town or whatever it certainly. is. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and having that uh, connector being a, a school, for instance, right. or going through the same kind of program. Maybe it's IMA, uh, which integrated media arts. Yes. Maybe it's yeah. communication, whatever it is at Juniata, which a lot of these folks have gone through. That's a great starter to you learn this. We learned this. We may have even been in the same class. We certainly had the same professors. Now we can either be friends. Yeah. Or we could be friends and collaborate, right? <laughs> yeah. Which is which is really awesome. That that's how we end up working together. But that's how the podcast started. I mean, we were yeah. certainly friends before, but then we're like, hey, let's yeah. let's actually create something. We're friends, but now let's create something. Yeah, uh, we were probably like, I mean, I think you texted me, but when we really finally talked about doing the podcast, was we were probably displaying War Warzone or something. <laughs> we were, yeah, we were literally, yeah, yeah, doing something like that. Yeah, <laughs> um, which is good though, because yeah. uh, you know, and not to not to go farther away from this but um that meant that we could weekly catch up yeah and strengthen our friendship outside of just being buddies in college now we're adults right yeah uh and 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 the podcast itself really is mostly for us to connect and document some of the stuff that we're interested in yeah uh and so Again, we weren't strangers before, but we certainly became a lot closer of friends, even yeah. after living together, right? We came right. a lot closer of friends, I think, in a professional f- field and, and realm, right. as well as, you know, strengthening, you know, our, our friendship, which yeah. which I think is great. And I think it's a great way that collaborations can turn into good friendships. Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. Do you have anything else to add to Evans? Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, the idea of talking to someone I have never met before is daunting frightening yeah (laughs) just uh, because i mean that that's usually not who i am but but it is something you know just doing the email but do you think it's best to do it in person or over email i I, um in my experience it's been initial through email now most of that in my professional life has been through covid so i really can't talk about outside of that but when i was just reaching out just to get somebody hey let's grab a beer let's grab a coffee let's talk it was obviously through email because that was the only way I get in contact with people through their website. Right. I didn't even like stalk people on Facebook. Right. That's <laughs> a little 
I wouldn't go that route either. I would certainly go email. Now, it's different if you are just talking in a coffee shop and somebody sits down at a table next to you and you potentially overhear you know, something creative and then you can jo- somehow you know, politely join in on the conversation. And that's naturally how you can also get into those positions where you could start collaborating with a really an absolute stranger. Yeah. But I certainly would email because I think when I was in Pittsburgh, I looked up production companies in Pittsburgh. And then sent emails like, hey, da, 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 right? Um, but then you're, the neat part about that is, and this is probably like dating in the 80s or 90s, right? You, <laughs> you're meeting somebody at a at a coffee shop or a bar that you've, you've only emailed and you've seen this little inch picture of what they look like, if that's really <laughs> them, right, in their email uh, uh, ID. Sure. Uh, and it's like, oh, I, I have kind of blondish hair and I am wearing a green jacket. <laughs> right. And then, and yeah. then you know, you see you're you're in the bar and there's another person coming in and they're kind of looking around and you're like, oh, are you this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, <laughs> and that's how all of that, you know, happened. So I probably met up with three or four, three or four different producers in the, in the Pittsburgh area. And that was, that was a neat, but kind of scary, like, Oh, this is, I don't know what this person looks yeah. like. I don't know this person's personality. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what you find out. That's what you find out. And if they offer to buy you a beer, then that's even better. Yeah. Right. Money's tight. Money's tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we got, I think that's pretty good though. Yeah. With Evan's question. So Evan, again, let us know if there's any, anything else that you, th- that what your opinions on this are. And we would love to know uh, for the listeners out there, if any of you have done this before reached out to people, collaborated, and if so, what kind of stuff were you able to create? And are you friends now? Like those type of things we're very interested in. So Evan, please please let us know. And uh, if anyone else out there has gone through this, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. So... During our break, we just wanted to remind you that you can be part of the show by emailing us at askwtd at gmail.com. If you have any questions for us, topic suggestions, or general feedback, feel free to reach out and we'll be sure to include you in a future episode. You can also message us if you have any writing prompts for future editions of The Brainbow or subjects to explore in our series, The Art of Things. So once again, that email is askwtd at gmail.com. Anyways, let's get back to it. So, uh, Jacob, our next question comes from a, a good friend, uh, another a student at Juniata, uh, Jack Badger. I actually, yeah. funny story, I used to play in a band with him. Sam Worley uh, and I, we right. played the trumpet. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, we didn't create any quality uh, or quantity. <laughs> we created something. Yeah. We did a lot of mashes of different songs, including uh, Timber, Timber with Kesha and Pitbull and uh, a couple other yeah, I we cannot did. name another one. No, and, and the only reason that it was somewhat good was because we only played at 10 o'clock at night yeah. on a Friday or Saturday night, which meant all the college students who had started um, drinking alcoholic beverages probably started around 7 or 8. Yeah. And were already maybe 3 or 4 or 5 deep by the time we played, which meant that they were didn't matter what we played, if it was good or bad. Yeah. Uh, they enjoyed it. So th- that was kind of they our strategic. Yeah, they, yeah, that was our strategic way of having cars. <laughs> Anyways, to, to Jack's question. Yeah. Uh, he says, Hey friends, uh, my question to you is how do you go about promoting yourself, advertising and that kind of thing? How do you go about asking for a gig, but also asking to get paid for it as well? 
My new band wants to ask around the community to play, but also would like to get paid for our efforts. Thanks, fellas. Keep up the good work. All right, Jack. Awesome. Thank you for sending us the question. Yeah. I think we had this conversation off of the podcast, uh, briefly trying to you know get into it. We we kind of talked about getting paid uh, and then exposure, and I think this is yeah. a big piece of it. Um, what are your thoughts immediately on that? I mean, obviously, I I'm, I don't have the the band experience, right. Right. Uh, but I mean, I think we we both have that experience of. Uh, trying to set rates oh, for things, um, which is different but kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the idea of valuing yourself. Um, I think. I think part of it is uh, you just have to get out there and uh, try and talk to people. Okay. I think if you like went into the places that you know have performers, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. just uh, just talking to them about uh, that, and I think. Uh, Part of maybe just uh, part of it might just be establishing credibility uh, in terms yeah. of getting paid. Mm-hmm. So if if they think that you're just some new band that's just trying to you know get out there, they might try to take advantage of you and just uh, try to get you in there for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think if if you have uh, you know maybe a recording or something of your work, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just demo. to say like yeah, like a demo, uh, just just be in. Hey, this is us, and then we we can play, and then we're not just right. this, you know. Right, and and to go again to go off of that, I think uh, what you could always do if you do play a gig for no money, for instance, but it is a gig in town. If you're in Huntingdon, perhaps it's at the coffee shop, maybe it's at one of the bars. You say, hey, to, if you have any time next week, next couple of weeks, or maybe this month that we could come in and play uh, at a time that maybe that just so you can get an understanding of our sound, what we feel like, what 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 kind of people we bring in probably college students but outside because obviously it's got to be a two-way street the point of the music is to bring people into the bar and stuff but i think if you do it for free once like for instance for me for like when i was talking about doing weddings i did one wedding for free because i needed something in my portfolio now if you it's obviously different in the space but if you decide to do that and you create a relationship with the owner of that bar or the coffee shop wherever you're playing i think that's wonderful you could say hey i'll do one or two shows for free uh, yeah. But let's let's draw up something. If it brings in the type of revenue you're looking at at the bar or at the coffee shop, whatever, uh, let's let's look at maybe making this a weekly thing, and, and perhaps we could get paid for it, or maybe once a month thing, and perhaps we could get paid for it. And then and then you have to do your work on the side to know what what your worth is, right? What yeah. what you should be getting paid. And as as a band in college, I'm not saying you should be making you know um, you should be making twenty five dollars for that, but you should. Probably you're probably not going to be making over a thousand to two thousand dollars. I mean, yeah. realistically, um, which is still great for a college student that it's just you know yeah. playing and, and making some money. So yeah. obviously, I think the free we we don't say do the free work, but maybe start off really low, just yeah. so you can build that credibility, like you were talking about. Yeah. What do you think would be better if it's just a recording of like you performing at a place, or if you just try to like produce? Yeah, a maybe. Track? I think the recording at the place, even if it's like a, you'd probably want to go a little more than like a cell phone video. But yeah. if you if you can show that you draw a crowd, or you can you draw a an audience of some sort. I mean, that's what that's what the the place needs that you're going to play at. They they need right. the people to come. Right. The whole point is that you again you bring in people who are going to buy drinks, buy some food, whatever you're doing. Right. So yeah, and I think this goes along with with marketing and advertising yourself. So yeah, a demo reel I think is great, um, but I don't think that shows any that doesn't support 
the idea that you're going to bring in people. It just shows that you're good, which which is important. Right. But I think the biggest thing here is sort of that jump from small town Huntingdon, played a couple cafes, played a couple bars or whatever, build those relationships. And then, of course, outside of that, you're going to be meeting people who live in State College. You're going to be meeting people who live in, in Harrisburg, outside little larger places than Huntingdon. And then, for instance, I mean, this is I mean, this is how you grow your business, right? Yeah. If it's if it's whatever, and then you start playing gigs in State College, where there's tons of college students, and that revenue for your band goes up because now there's more people going into the bars. And then, of course, once you're there, I mean, State College and and Harrisburg, these are small cities, but they are cities. connected. They're cities, and they're yeah. connected to Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, New York. Of course, I'm not a musician, so I, I'm saying this is probably <laughs> not exactly the right way, but Theoretically, that would work, right? Right. And I also think social media is uh, also a big part of it. Like, I mean, it's one thing to just uh, promote your shows just like on Facebook on your account. But I think it's also important to just establish like a band. Oh, yeah. Twitter or Facebook page or MySpace page Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Create Create that personality for the band. Yeah. And I think I think if I'm if I'm correct, Jack, we've seen some of that from you, which is awesome. We've certainly seen. And that's great. I think what could be also really cool is if you take the time while you're in school and there's people in that need to make a portfolio, work with those people in the IMA department to integrated media arts to right. create a band logo. Yeah. They need a portfolio piece. You need a logo. I did this when I was in school. I was able to work with other people to make logos and right. stuff. Yeah. So I got a logo. So certainly go through that. And then perhaps you can get a, a music video. There are people out there with cameras that are willing to learn yeah. and wanting to make a portfolio. And, and yeah, they have to do stuff for they class. They have to do stuff yeah. for class. So, you know, and, and the better that they make it, it works out best for you because you've got this really cool video and they also get a solid portfolio piece that they need. Yeah. So that's, I think that's huge. Yeah. And, and uh, obviously, I, I think just to clarify that, I feel like. To some, we might sound like the people that we're tr- trying to tell you not to take jobs from of mm-hmm. abusing mm-hmm. your skill set. But I think college is, a, is definitely a more unique space where oh, a lot absolutely. of it is just working with other students. This is collaboration. And, yeah, it, it's just working with each other to, to you know build your craft as you go out into the real world. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, I think uh, all of that and then just getting that social media page where you know you have a lot of friends and, and college students who, who can just like follow the page and, and sh- show – I mean, businesses will probably care about numbers. So, you you know, they have this many followers or or likes on Facebook or whatever it is. Uh, And then just, you know, sharing, hey, we're going to be at this bar this weekend and and stuff like that. And then also in that college space, you know, there at Juniata, there are a lot of events who will probably need stuff. And they they probably have budgets. So, you know. Yep, yep, they have budgets. And and that's, I think that's when um, having that... um, a demo a one or two singles or whatever you're playing covers, whatever you're doing on that, just so people know what you sound like. Yeah. Uh, and again, it doesn't really have to be that professionally done, but as the more professional you make it, the more likely that somebody's going to think you're legit. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a great question. Man, my band wants to ask around the community to play, but like to get paid for our efforts. I mean, we've, we've been through it, not as musicians, or at least I haven't been through it right. as a musician, but yeah. it's the same thing. Right. Yeah. It just, uh, you know, putting yourself out there and valuing yourself, uh, but also acknowledging that maybe you just have to get established a little bit before you can really ask for your value. Right. And so let's let's go a little further and let's say that 
his band has already done this. Because if I'm, I again could be sand corrected, but I think I've seen him at the brewing company yeah, a couple the, times. Yeah. So maybe maybe he uh, is already and his band are already playing, and they're not getting paid, and they need to have that hard conversation, which isn't hard, but we make it hard on ourselves. Right. Yeah. So again, the purpose of the band in all intents and purposes of the band, right, is to bring in people to make more money for the for the place. So how do we do that? Well, we talked about the advertising. Well, now we need to have that conversation with the manager, right? Yeah. And say, hey, the past two weeks, past three weeks, we played once a week and we brought in this many people um, and you haven't paid us, but we knew that we knew that going forward. If if we can continue and make this relationship strong, we can continue our marketing efforts. We can continue to make more music and we'll continue to come at this time, every time, and we'll be reliable. Can we start looking at, at a, a payment schedule? Yeah. Because, and then, and then, and then you have to look at, and the Jack, this is for you uh, as maybe a leader of the band or, or somebody who's looking into the marketing stuff. You have to look at how many people we actually bring it in. How can I leverage this, uh, for other places to get more gigs because if you want to expand you're going to be wanting doing multiple gigs at multiple places right yeah um, and that and that builds your your name as a band yeah and your your company in a sense so I know that's a tough that's a tough conversation to have especially when you're young and you're a college student uh, at some of the establishment places in uh, in the in the surrounding college town right. but do you have any other suggestions for the that conversation uh well I, I'm also just uh wondering in terms of i mean I, like we've mentioned we don't have experience in the music realm of things but in terms of just finding uh the amounts that you should be asking oh, for yeah. Yeah, uh yeah. you know i've when i've done that i've mostly asked you like hey yeah. what do you charge right <laughs> and stuff like that so i mean i think it's using your resources or people you know of you know just knowing uh how much you should be asking for uh and things like that uh how did how did you go about first establishing you know how you're charging for your contract stuff. So for videography and stuff, I obviously went online to see what rates were in, in the area. Now those differed you know, greatly, right. right? Especially in different parts of the U S but, uh, I considered myself at the time when I was creating the contract, my first contract, I considered myself beginner to novice. I mean, I knew what I was doing, but I didn't, I didn't have enough faith in, in my work because <laughs> I just hadn't done it before sure. at yeah. a professional level. Cause I was getting paid. Um, and so I did, I obviously did my research. I reached out to other people I know, uh, and I found common ground. And then of course that changed when I started negotiating prices. So I started talking to people and we would see what their budget is and we would see what I had to offer and how could we make this work? Of course, early on I was lowballing everything so that right. I could get the gig after a couple of times realized that the, the value of my product was worth more than a couple hundred dollars. And then, you know, as your quality goes up, maybe you get less offers, but the amount that they're offering is more and therefore you're making more money. Right. And again, all of this stuff is mostly hobby for me because I've got, I don't have to worry about that to pay the bills. Right. Right. Um, and that's the same with you. And I imagine that's the same with you, Jack, as a student um, making music, music, uh, if you're getting paid or not, isn't crucial right now. I'm sure it certainly helps yeah. to make a couple extra dollars, but, um, do a couple gigs, see what you're worth, stick firm with that. If you truly believe that, um, you don't want to be doing it for free all the time. And we talk yeah. about that and that's, that's easy, but you need to, you need to show, uh, that you're worth that money. 
Yeah. And by bringing in your friends every time you play, that's a solid start. Yeah. Solid start. Yeah. You you, you make that Facebook page or Twitter page, I'll, I'll like and retweet every time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Uh, and they may have already made it. Yeah. Well, so. Yeah, which I haven't done. So sorry if, if you've done that and I haven't, but, but I will from now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, get your friends to like it. Yeah. Get your friends to like it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, when you're starting up, you're you're just like, hey, can you subscribe to my YouTube channel? Yeah. No, <laughs> seriously. Like, yeah. Seriously. Uh, I have three that I can subscribe to you on. <laughs> and it doesn't make a huge difference, but for like your own drive, sometimes it may, it feels better to know that more than 14 people have liked your page, right? Right. Which yeah. is, you know, that's a solid start. Yeah. Not saying that's not anything. That's a solid start. But when you get, you know, maybe 100, maybe 200. And, and in, in a community like Juniata in Huntingdon, yeah. That's not too difficult because you can walk up, stand, stand on the quad and say, pass out things like, hey, can you like my page? And, and they'll do it. That's, <laughs> yeah. what, that's what you do at Juniata, right? Yeah. Um, but it also takes an outgoing, extroverted person for that. You know, it would be cool. I mean, I guess he, he would be graduating this year, so it wouldn't be possible. But I wonder uh, what you do to be the person. Uh, you know that band who would always play at graduation? Oh, yeah. Uh, or like it was after Baccalaureate, I yeah. think. Yeah. That, those guys were really good. They were very good. Uh, and, and that's the, maybe some kind of thing that you could also look yeah. into. A lot of practice, but um, of yeah. course, certainly. Yeah. I guess they were also a cover band. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, they probably had originals, but I remember they were doing just really cool versions yeah. of, of other songs. Yeah. But Which is yeah. a route to go. Yeah. Certainly. Absolutely. Certainly. Doing yeah. covers is it's probably easier. People yeah. know the songs, gains attraction to people. Yeah. 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 Well, nice. let, let us know uh, if this helped or didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but I mean, I mean, yeah, it's it's a really exciting thing to be doing and just trying to put yourself out there. I mean, it would. I understand if it's nerve wracking. I mean, everything's nerve wracking for me. But right. Uh, yeah, the, it's definitely an exciting thing to. I mean, you've already you know been down that road mm-hmm. a couple times uh, of just playing a different spots and stuff and yeah. just with a with a new group just trying to establish yourself within the community mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's cool and just keep doing it yeah because if it's something you love yeah. keep doing it it might not happen right away right. but you know just uh, keep doing it yeah there's yeah. something that people always love well some people and it's a vast majority of people and that's beer and a good song <laughs> so you're lucky that that's uh that's where you're going hopefully and yeah. then maybe to the bigger stage you know yeah I know a lot of people actually um, who are in their their middle aged people who were you know, started a band twenty years you know started a band in their thirties or whatever and uh, they just every couple of nights or once a week or once a month they play at a bar in town or and they love it right yeah it's taxing I know it's taxing you're playing for several hours and it's probably hot and but it's a fun time and they and they still do it and they enjoy it yeah. so if that's sort of the route you go. That's the route you go, but it seems like you were motivated enough to really make this more like a twice a week kind of thing at multiple different places or three times a week, especially as a college student making a little extra money. So yeah, that's really exciting for you. I'm excited to to go to one of your one of your shows. Yeah, uh, certainly, and um, <clears throat> maybe we can have you on the on the show here for uh, for uh, oh, absolutely, uh, yeah, maybe an art of things kind of thing. Oh yeah, we'll we'll have to yeah, and. Uh, I will give five dollars to anyone who can email our email askwtd at gmail.com with a question and question prompt for us to talk about 
But the $5 stipulation, or the caveat, is that you have to name the band that Jack and I were in in college. Okay? So not only do you have to ask us a prompt, but you have to tell me the name of the band that we were in, and then I will Venmo you $5. Yeah. Uh, a, a question or a for the first ten. Suggestion. For the first ten. For the first ten. For the first ten. You're willing to give out fifty dollars? Well, if fifty people, fifty. If ten people respond, absolutely. That wow. gives us ten more prompts to talk about. Sure. Yeah. It's a niche group of people. That, that's a that's a good. Now incentive. most of our listeners would know because they're our friends. So maybe I should lower that down to five. We'll see. We'll see how excited I am when if people start yeah. uh, responding. But but send in a, a prompt for a question or a rainbow prompt and something like that with with the name of the band and, yep. and something will happen. Something may happen. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I'll just tell you that you're the sixth person. I only decided to do five. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> you tell you tell all of them that they're the sixth person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, that was fun. Yeah, good questions. Yeah, yeah. Th- thank you. As always, uh, askwtd at gmail There it is. Yeah, you could get five dollars. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's right. Maybe. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, do you want to do some definitely not procrastinating? Yeah, certainly. Um, all right, Jacob. So I was telling you earlier that I've been I started watching a new show, and this was a show that you recommended, um, Arrested Development, right? Yes. So, yeah. Um, I I I don't know if I like it. I mean, I like it. It's a good show. It's funny, but it's also like if you binge watch it, which is what I'm talking about. Am right. I definitely not procrastinating? Binge watching a show, it's just like infuriating. Like, why are these characters so dumb? And then you realize that they're, they're actors <laughs> playing that, and that's the funny part. Uh, it's kind of like, um, this is different, but it's kind of like Prison Break, right? Where they have to make, the characters aren't act, acting dumb, but they have to prolong the season. So, like, every little thing goes wrong every episode. Oh, sure. Which is infuriating, but it also makes them, allows them to have another episode. Yeah. Well, it's very similar for Arrested Development where, like, in short, the family was wealthy and then the the father who owned the business got convicted of, or was sent to jail because of... Like, what was it, like tax? Tax fraud and, yeah. and he was building houses in... The Middle East. Oh, yeah. Or some, I don't know. It's it, it was what you said. It was... 2003. 2003. So yeah. it was like, you know, 20 years ago. Um, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's funny. It's it's fun. And they're 20-minute 20, well, 20 episodes, I think. So yeah. it's like really easy to, to binge watch. Yeah. How, um, how far in are you? I am only started the second season. Okay. But I did binge watch. I started it maybe... And for me, this is binge watching. I started it last week. Now I know binge watching for some people is to watch the whole season in yeah, like watch two all days of it or whatever. In a day, yeah. um, but I can't do that. I just <laughs> I just can't. I can't sit yeah. that long. Um, but that that's what I've been procrastinating with, um, and it's good. I'm waiting for the second season of Ted Lasso to come out. Ooh, and yeah. There's that's in also, a couple weeks. Is that in a couple weeks? Yeah, I I'm think looking, it's July 23rd. I'm looking maybe. forward to that. Uh, Cause that's that's I, I love it. Yeah, it's I love so good. It. It's so good, and I hope I hope that the second season's good, right? Yeah, it's got so much building up for it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that's that's mine. What about you? Uh, well, so I mean, it, it's been a a short week uh, for me. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Both dog and cat are sleeping. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah, it's been a lot of, you know, just working on stuff and traveling. So I guess mine is going to be uh, more theoretical mm-hmm. uh, or just action oriented. Which are mine usually. Right. But ju- but man, it's just been really fun to be here. Yeah. Uh, and finally meet Mopsy. Finally meet Dorcas. <laughs> you dropped the name. <laughs> yep, that's the cat's name. Uh, and and just be able to, to see some people I haven't seen in uh, almost two years. Yeah, so, it's wild. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun doing the croquet, doing the bocce ball, uh, finally trying some Juniata Brewing Company for the first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah just being around it, it's a just you know it's refreshing. But, yeah, the fir- the first time post COVID or not post COVID, but, but you know, yeah, post post the start of COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. I've 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 been able to come out here and see people. It's uh, it's really good. It's very exciting. Yeah. And, and, you know, for those who are still at Juniata and in other colleges and enjoying their time, I mean, every adult says this, enjoy every second of it. Yeah. Um, we were just sitting out on the couch reminiscing last night with some friends in this morning and, you know, four years is short and then three semesters, which was the time I became friends with you guys. Yeah. Uh, with the fourth being studying abroad, three semesters is very short. And in that short time, I mean, our friend group, friend group became, you know, everything, yeah. right? And and so to continue to have people come over and visit and be able to do that is super important. So again, for those people in college that are enjoying, enjoying it, enjoy every second because you yeah. never know when a pandemic will come through. <laughs> now, luckily for us, we we graduated just before, yeah. And so our, it's I can't even comprehend what it what it's like for a student who you know, missed, yeah. missed a whole year and had to go home to, to do remote stuff. So, yeah. um, but we would love to hear your stories on that too. Yeah. Especially in the creative stuff yeah. for the show. So yeah. again, I won't give you $5, but you could email us and, <laughs> and give us your idea and we'll have you on the show to talk about that. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Cool. Well, Jacob, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me at Jacob Yesvac on Twitter. How about oh. you, Nate? Uh, same old, same old. Nate Ulrich 16 on Twitter. Tweet us. We'll tweet you. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It, it, tweet at me if you know where that first Mail Time song came oh, from. Oh, yeah. okay. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. All I was right. Ex- I was so excited to play that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, Jacob. Yeah. We'll see you. All right. We'll see you. Thanks for listening. Write That Down is produced by Nate Ulrich and Jacob Novak. Music for this podcast includes Answered by Ketza and Dream 13 by Punch Deck. You can find links to both artists in the description for this episode. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you can email your questions or topic suggestions to askwtd at gmail.com. Once again, that's askwtd at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.